Every Thursday, Andy Griffin sits down and hashes it out with the mayors of Southern Utah. What's going on in your town? Find out now. It's Mayor Thursday on News Radio 949, 890 KDXU. Well, good morning. I'm live at Hash House of Go Go. It's Mayor Thursday, and uh, we're here every Thursday. Thanks so much. Uh, now, listen, I've got tickets. I've still got four of them left to Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox. All you have to do is stop by. You don't have to say anything on the air or anything. Just stop by, say hi to me and Mayor Kenny Nielsen of Washington right. City. I've got four left. I'm going to give away two at a time. So you can't have all four if you come down, but you can have two of them and then, then maybe send your kid in to get the other two or something. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got four tickets to Postmodern Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Really cool package, and if you don't know who Postmodern, are you familiar with these guys at all, Mayor? Just a little bit, not not too much. They take uh, uh, popish type songs and they turn them into uh, kind of jazzy, big band sound huh. music, and it's really cool. Uh, I mean, it's the ultimate cool. So you know, from the age of jazz type right. sound, and and so and where they at? Uh, where they play at? It's at it's going to be at the Mirage, the Mirage in Las Vegas, and and there's not a date, so you can actually call the Mirage uh, ticket office and say, I want to see a postmodern jukebox. They'll set you up a time, so it's it's not you don't have to be there on a certain day. So. Wow, that's great. But anyway, yeah, come on down and say hi to me and uh, Mayor Kenny Nielsen from Washington City, and we'll give you two tickets to postmodern jukebox. We also have some uh, KDXU uh, moisture wicking T-shirts. Did you ever get one? Of those, Mayor? I did not. Moisture wicking. Moisture wicking. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that one's yours, Mayor. Uh, take it home I'm with you. It. It's a nice shirt uh, for playing hoops in not or, that, or working, working in the yard or whatever it is you want to do. But uh, welcome to the program. This is the Andy Griffin Show and uh, Mayor Kenny Nielsen from Washington City here. We will be taking your phone calls. If you want to call 673-5890 is the phone number. Uh, Craig will take the call. He'll text me. We'll let me know if folks are on the line and stuff like that, and we'll, and we'll get it taken care of. But, Mayor, first of all, how are you today? I'm fantastic. I just got to – just uh, speaking of basketball, you know, Thursday is my basketball day, and, and uh, it's been fun. I've been doing it with this group of folks for about on and off 15 years. Wow. Yeah, what, what time are you guys playing? We play at uh, 6 o'clock. 6 a.m. 6 7, and then we all – drag our you-know-what's home and take a shower and go to work. It's been a lot of fun, and, and it's really uh, good cardio for me. I like it personally. And uh, You're still playing full court? Still playing full court. Wow. Full-size court? Full-size court. That's, that's impressive because most guys our age, and you and I are similar in age, most guys turn to half-court basketball. Right. I, I have a group that I play with on occasion that do that. Yeah, three-on-three, three on three, yeah. Three-on-three. I was playing five days a week, but I decided to go to the gym three days a week now. Instead. A little off topic here, but I found out as I'm walking out the door today, Jeremy Larkin says, uh, says who's, your, who's your mayor today? I said, well, it's Ken Nielsen, Washington City. And he goes, were you here when Colby Nielsen was on the show, Bags? And I said, yeah, yeah. He says, you know that's the mayor's brother, don't you? My little you? brother, my baby I'm like, brother. what? No way. You guys don't look anything alike. <laughs> He's a redhead. He's a redhead. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Bags is my little bit, my little baby brother. Maybe you can shed some light on where the nickname Bags comes from. Oh, okay, you ready? Yes. And, and wait, before we go there, okay. do you have a nickname? I have several. Well, one that <laughs> your your brother uses on you. Uh, I used to be called in high school Pistol. Pistol. 
You ever Pistol Pete Pist- Maravich? Yeah, oh yeah, P- Pistol Ken Nielsen. Pistol huh? Pete Maravich. He was my idol because he had long hair, and I wanted to be a little more radical in high school, so I wore a little longer hair. He had long hair in high school. Yeah. Oh man, I got it. Can somebody please look up a picture, <laughs> find an old picture of Ken Nielsen from high school, and and send it to me? It's a Griffin at CherryCreekMedia.com because I'm going to put it on our Facebook page. I want to see Ken Nielsen with long 19, hair. The 1975 class picture would be a good one. 1975. You are. You're. Uh, I said we're about the same age. You're. You're actually nine years older. Yeah, than I'm older. So. Than, I'm way older than you. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the bags. Okay, so where did bags come from? When when Kobe was a lot younger, my older brother was uh, a big fan of the Hobbit book series by Tolkien. Sure. And one of the main characters is Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. Remember? Okay. And so uh, we started calling Kobe Bilbo Baggins. Okay. Were you trying to be mean when you no, did this? Or? No, I brothers, don't brothers are mean. We probably were mean. But <laughs> I'm not so sure he really liked it. And as the years went by, it evolved to bags. Okay. okay. Bill Baggins. Shortened down to bags. To bags. To Baggins. We used to call him Baggins a lot, and then we just started calling him bags. And then all his buddies started calling him bags. And that's it. I, I, I think the first two years I knew him, I only knew him as Bags. I didn't even know he had a, an actual name. I thought he was just Bags. So. <laughs> well, he is. <laughs> bags and Pistol. Yeah, you, Bags how, and Pistol. How many how many boys were there in your in your Nielsen family? We have uh, four of us. Four. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing there were some other creative nicknames as well. Yeah. My older brother, was. we called him Hobbs because Hobbs. he read The Hobbit. Oh. So we just Bags and he Hobbs. became Hobbit, and then in high school, and then they called him Hobbs. Uh, Russell, my other brother, we call him Rudd the Stud, because <laughs> he was a, a really good athlete at Dixie High School. He played, I think, all three sports, three main sports. And kind of sounds, athlete. Kind of sounds like a nickname he would give himself. Remember when Deion Sanders came out and they were calling him Neon Deion? Yeah, and yeah. He didn't like that, so he's like, "No, I'm Prime Time." I'm Prime Time, and that stuck. Man, people started calling him Prime Time. And you know, Chris Berman on ESPN, he's like, "You can't make up your own nickname. You, your nickname has to come from someone else." You know? Yeah, you're right. And you know what, Andy, you just dated yourself because probably half your listening on it still know who Deion Sanders is. I don't know. We've got an older group <laughs> listening, I think, for the most part. Uh, how about this? My nickname in high school was. The Golden Griff. I was going to say. Do you remember Daryl Griffith? I do. The Utah Jazz. Absolutely. Uh, he was the, he was the one that had Hot Rod saying the gentle push of mild arc and a cowhide yeah, glow right. hit home. Well, <laughs> I, I fancied myself a shooter and uh, and they used to call me the Golden the Griff. Golden Griff. I, I like it. I, I like it. I couldn't dunk like Daryl Griffith, and, uh, but who could? I mean, yeah, I never many people in this world could dunk. Doctor Gunkenstein. Like that yeah, another one of his. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so the Golden Griffin pistol here. Uh, anyway, if you want to talk to the mayor, six seven three five eight nine zero is the phone number. Mayor, um, have things settled down a little bit now with the whole milepost eleven potential uh, off ramp and everything? Uh, are people kind of calming down now? I think so. You know, we we just met yesterday, or at least Public Works and Sunrise Engineering met with. I believe it was about 20 of the residents on Main Street to talk about uh, we the council voted for option five on the widening of Main Street and making it uh, less flood, what's the word? Susceptible. Susceptible, there you yeah. go. 
and uh, I'm, they're meeting with them individually to if they have any um, comments, concerns on their piece of property or something that they may think that we can incorporate on their property for them as we do this widening. Uh, according to Mike Shaw, our, our public works director, it went over really well. Now, I, I haven't had any phone calls yet, so that's always a telltale sign for me if I get a phone call from yeah. somebody that might be a little concerned about what's going on. And uh, so we're moving forward with that. The, well, the actual interchange, you know, the the, uh, the decision, not the decision, but the preference for uh, the, the study was on on Main Street. So uh, that's still moving forward, but we haven't, as of yet, put numbers together. They, they haven't done an actual engineering on that yet. So it, it's just moving forward. Is there a timeline that we can expect that this is, I, I mean, at this point, is it a done deal? It's going to be Main Street. Well, right now it will be Main Street. I, I'm sure there could be other alternatives. I, I was visiting with a, a person from UDOT back when they made that decision, and they haven't really even put any money aside funding-wise for this project. Hmm. So I guess if it got more priority Later on, they would, but at this point, there's not even any funding for that. So we're so we're a ways away. We're a ways away. Yeah. We're, we're talking about and now. Now, a ways could be two years. A ways could be five years. A ways could be a year. I, I I'm not privy to that. So um, we'll will, will it be done before the Lake Powell pipeline? I guess is the question. We don't we don't know the answer to that. We do have we a don't. caller. Do you have a caller on the line, David? You're on with Andy with Mayor Kenny Nielsen from Washington City. How are you today? I'm well. How you doing, Andy? Hello, Mayor. Hello. What's what's on your mind, Dave? So um, I have a question regarding the um, Washington Parkway interchange that's proposed up north in Washington City. There, um, it's supposed to. It looks like it's supposed to hit the um, North Concord Parkway. Can you talk about when that is is going to be finished or started? Are you uh, talking? There's two things there. There's the parkway, then there's the northern corridor. The, the parkway, we are starting that over by 13, over by Maverick, and come up around. Uh, actually, some of that is being built by our developers as they develop their subdivisions. One of the requirements is, that, is for them to build and connect onto that parkway. That is going on as we speak. The, part, the northern corridor is still in negotiation and site, actual site plan, et cetera, et cetera, because you're dealing with the BLM and you're dealing with other government agencies. Are, are they going to connect? Yeah, that's the goal. The goal is to have it connect. The parkway, uh, yeah, okay. The parkway okay. and, and uh, the northern corridor would connect. Gotcha. I, so, I just recently located, and I just was curious about that. It seems the proposed uh, on the on the Google map is pretty close to some residential homes that are being built. And my concern was, is uh, you know, is the northern corridor and the Washington Parkway the same? Well, they'll 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 probably end up being called the same thing, sir. I, I don't know that, but they will connect. So the okay. same road, pretty much. It'll be the yeah. same road. Okay. If you look at where Green Spring Drive is, you go up Green Spring Drive, and and it connects to the Parkway. And then if you if you take a left, 
you'll kind of see the parkway as it goes up around. Like you said, it's going. It would it would uh, impact a few homes right there. And if you go right, some of it's not complete, but you can see kind of where it's going. Copy that. Hey, I appreciate it. I, that's what I was wondering. And uh, thank okay. you, Andy. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. You bet. Thank you for calling. Good to talk to you. Appreciate you it. Have a, have a good day, guys. Bye. You too. Thank you. You too. By the way, folks, again, if you want to come by Hash House of Gogo, I have uh, two sets of uh, two pairs of tickets to Postmodern Jukebox at the Mirage in Las Vegas. It's Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox. If you haven't seen them, maybe you're not familiar with them. Watch them on YouTube. Uh, they have, I mean, I, I think they have like a hundred songs or so now that they've they've taken modern type pop type songs and turned them into a big band or bluesy or jazzy versions, uh, including you know songs like "Sweet Child of Mine" from Guns N' Roses, uh, something from my high school days, and you know, and and things uh, songs like that, uh, you know, uh, "Boys to Men," and, and and they've they've, they've kind of jazzed them out, and uh, they're really really fun to watch and listen to so uh, if you want to come by hash house or go go scott bradley's postmodern jukebox tickets and uh, all you have to do is say hi to us and i'll hand you one hand you two of them so. okay andy so you dated yourself guns and roses i'm james taylor Doobie brothers the who yeah I, that's well, my era. well see my older brother grew up in the late 70s yeah. and i was i was early 80s guy yeah uh, but uh, yeah my my older brother was a huge james taylor fan Jim Croce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my, my oldest brother was into, he was a little harder. He was into Deep Purple Deep and Purple. Black Sabbath. Oh, so and, was and I. So was I. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, 673-5890 is the phone number. Uh, we were talking a little bit about that, uh, what's going to end up being the northern corridor. corridor. And uh, so so you're saying, you go out into Green Springs, right now it's it's cut off. There's, you know, they've, they've right. got it blocked off at ends. That's going to connect to the exit 13 parkway slash corridor. Yeah. That's all going to be uh, eventually connected? Connected. Yes, it is. Give everybody an, an additional route out of uh, help alleviate maybe some traffic off 10, you know, because everybody goes now. They just head south. They go down 10 to that interchange. And then, and then, where does uh, where does it end up after that? Where does it keep going? Does, does it keep well, going all the way Go up through? around the hill. You come down the hill and. Well, I want to say it's right off on the up on the what's the one called up on the hill on the Red Hill. Uh, Red Hills Park. Red Hills Parkway. Yeah. You're looking down in the Red Hills Parkway. So oh, I don't know exactly where. I know there is a spot. That, we don't know where it's going to come out though. Well, I think it's coming out just as you come down the, off the hill on Red Hills Parkway, and where the where you can see the uh, the golf course. Okay. There's a, there's a kind of a gap in the. We call it Turtle Road. You're talking about yeah, Turtle Road. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the. I mean, it's called. I guess it's Red Hills Parkway, but we've always just called it Turtle Road because of the obvious uh, implications yeah. with the right. turtles and the, the tortoises. So I'm assuming that's where it's going to end up. All right, let's go back to the phone line. Caller, you're on with Andy and with uh, Mayor Nielsen. Uh, we're live at Hash House of Gogo. I don't know where you are, but welcome to the program. Hey, how are you doing? Great. How are you? Good. Hey, I live here in Washington, and I've noticed the last little bit. It seems like the water's that's in the ground's gotten a lot worse. And I was wondering if you had any idea why or what we're going to do, you mean do by worse? with all the, well, the springs. Um, I live in an area where there's a lot of groundwater coming out with springs. Uh-huh. Um, I know over right there by first stop, they have you that. You live downtown? Yeah. There's that place right there that they're redoing that is a well, yeah. big, they're building big a little 
townhouse, a little townhouse right there, I believe. I live just down the street. Yeah, and then up the street, there's a spring, and you can tell that one's got a little worse. And then over by St. Helens, if you look, there's quite a bit of water that's getting wasted that's coming out of the ground. Um, I know one person's building a house, and they're putting out probably, I don't know, a garden-sized hose every 10 minutes out of their house. Um, for about 30 minutes, it's on, and then it kicks off. But it seems like there's a lot, a lot of groundwater right now. Well, look at Pine Valley. Yeah, but... Look at Pine Valley and uh, the rain we've had, that would be... uh, And now I'm just... This is just me. I I don't know. I'm not a water guy, but... um, but I'm, I'm I'm thinking we've been saturated the last couple of weeks with some water. Maybe that has an effect, sir. I don't, I don't know. I, I was, all I know I is noticed. once a week I get uh, my uh, my water term with that eight-air spring, with the, the one you're talking about. Yeah. And it seems to be okay. I was wondering sorry, about, um, like, even last summer, it seemed like it was more than the years before. Somebody said that Sand Hollow might be leaking. And that's why they're going to have to redo and put a lake out by Washington Dam. But I don't know if that's true or not either. And I was wondering if that was pushing water in the ground, causing it to come out more places. Could be. That's as, as possible. I, I do know that in the works there is another reservoir planned out at Re- Warner Valley. Yeah, Warner Valley yeah. Reservoir is, is a few it's years in the away. Work. It's, it's uh, in uh, stages of environmental and engineering and all that but you know no. what sir you could be absolutely right I, water seeks yeah. a level and it's a weird water year this year for sure yeah i there's a house up the street and i talked to the owners of it and their house yeah. the corner of it sinking because they're too broke to do anything about it and it's it's ruining their house so it's kind of a is that the one really, up in that cul-de-sac um yeah i think South it's one the right behind the cemetery yep right, yeah right in the cemetery yeah. yeah, they're one. Had, you know what we had? We've had issues there for years. Yeah, it just seems like it's gotten a. I'm look. I look well, at it, and it looks like it's got way, way worse in the last really? little bit. But maybe I'm just not remembering ten years ago. I don't know. You could be absolutely right there. I'll have to have public works go there and check that out. Somebody said they capped off a spring up by the rec center when they built that. Do you know if yeah, that's they did. true? Yes. So that uh, might um, help. Push yeah things down okay yeah well i i figured maybe just draw a little bit more attention to that because i know some of the neighbors around there were getting really hammered with that water yeah i'm sure yeah. you called the right guy for sure uh, get the mayor on that thank you for okay, the call I appreciate it. thank you thank you very much okay right, we've got to get a weather break in so uh, and I, I know if you're on hold please be patient we'll get to you as soon as we can uh, it's a mayor thursday here at hash house of go-go live from the hash house of go-go here's andy griffith thank you and welcome back to the program i'm with mayor ken nielsen of Washington City, uh, Pistol Ken Nielsen. Pistol <laughs> Pete. <laughs> Pistol Kenny, yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome back. If you want to call and talk with the mayor, 673-5890, 673-5890. One of the themes, Mayor, on the show lately has been uh, growth. A lot of people coming out and saying, you know what, 
I, I like St. George as it is, or I like it as it was, and I'm kind of getting tired of us get, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, projections have it by, I think it's by 2045, uh, half a million people in this county. Um, where, do you, where do you fall on the area of growth? We, we asked Mayor Pike this, by the way, last week, and he said, well, honest truth is it doesn't matter where I fall, growth happens, yeah. period. Uh, you, you know, when someone owns private land, you can't tell them what to do with their private land beyond, you know, beyond zoning and stuff like that. Uh, how about you? Where do you fall on this? I fall, you know, I have to, let me go back a few years. When I grew up in Washington City, I believe when we were first there, it was about 500 people. And you couldn't do anything. Well, you had a lot of fun. You went out, you know, hunting and shooting and fishing and all that. But to get to anything and to go anywhere, it, it wasn't available. But now, you know, we've got big city shopping really available here. Mm-hmm. I like that. I don't know how I – it's a boom town. You know, at the end of the day, if you think about how the growth of the American West was after – you know, during the Lincoln time and during after the Civil War, we're in a boom town, and that's just it. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. This is a boom town. It's going to continue to be a boom town until it's not. Yeah, yeah. You know, and whatever year that is that it's not, I, I can't tell you. You know, we, we work on projections. We work on projections for, for water and for power and for sewer and for roads. But... You know, people are attracted here. How, how do you tell them no? Yeah. Well, we have something great. And, I mean, if somebody would have said, well, we're not allowing any growth back in the 90s, I wouldn't be here. You know, I moved right. here in 93 or 94, and, and uh, it's a free country, and folks are allowed to do these things. I, let me ask you this. If you could stop growth right now, if you could say, okay, we're good, I think you have the power to do this. But if you if you did, if you were like the czar of Washington <laughs> County, and you say, all right, growth stops now, would you? I would not. No. Let me tell you why. Okay. Because I have met, even in the last two weeks, some wonderful people that have moved into this area that have become friends. And, he, mm-hmm. and that is something you can't put a price tag on. And, I, and I'm hoping that people that are, you know, that are feeling that way about this area that, you know, doggone, go out and, and uh, extend yourself out in your neighborhood and, and welcome those new people in because... They're starting new traditions in their families. You know, I have a wonderful heritage here in southern Utah. I think uh, the Nielsen family has been here forever, okay? Uh, There are families now that are uprooting generational ties to come here and start new generational ties. And I I admire that. Um, It can be a source of consternation a little bit, but let's, let's embrace them. Let's embrace the let's embrace the growth. I, I'll probably get crucified for that, but that's okay. <laughs> I did want to, but before we move on, I uh, we had a couple people come in. All the all the the postmodern jukebox tickets are gone, so please don't come down and ask for one. Now I can give you a T-shirt, a KDXU shirt, but uh, the tickets are gone. Uh, Jack and Daylene came in and got the uh, last uh, couple of pairs of tickets. And what was the name of that first guy that came in? Do you remember? Uh, we got here when I got here. No, I'm sorry. We didn't introduce. Yeah, sorry about that. We He introduced himself to me, yeah. but I meet so many people every single day, and my brain is like a sieve sometimes. It just comes right through, and I only remember Nice something. gentleman. Nice gentleman. Yeah. I, I'll give a plug for his company. Yeah, I think he works for Sunrock. Okay. 
Uh, there's a plug for Sunrock. We don't know his name, but we know where he works. And then he's got some uh, Scott Bradley postmodern jukebox tickets. Uh, and uh, we have a special giveaway we're starting tomorrow. It's going to last you have about two weeks to get qualified. Uh, and and I, I'm tempted to tell you a little bit about it. It has to do with really cool cars. Really cool. You're not going to win a car, but you're you're going to win an opportunity to drive something really cool. And uh, that's that's all I can say until tomorrow. Are tomorrow we, we'll let the cat out of the bag. Are, are we talking Lamborghini style, Maserati style? Mm, not as expensive, but certainly as cool. Really, certainly very much as, as cool. And and uh, uh, the package is going to include free food and all kinds of stuff. Oh, so but you're, you're extracting out of me more than I want to say okay, right, right now. Well, okay. I'm going to end. <laughs> I'll end it. All right, we're talking with Mayor Kenny Nielsen at Hash House of Go Go. Don't have any more tickets to uh, Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox, but I do have some T-shirts if you want to come down and say hi to the mayor. And I, if you want to call in, 673-5890 is the phone number, 673-5890 for the KDXU studio line. Every Thursday, it's Mayor Thursday here at Hash House of Gogo. I want to thank Tyler Hunsaker and the folks here at Hash House. Uh, Their byline is uh, Twisted Farm Food, and what that means is it's traditional type food, but they put their own modern spin on it. Uh, uh, for instance, they have the hammered pork loin, uh, kind of a spin off of the eggs benedict. Only they use a creamy barbecue sauce, and they throw in some mashed potatoes and cheese. Uh, it's it's amazing. Sounds like Andy, you're a connoisseur. What's going on? I, I am become. You know what? I've made it. <laughs> kind of made it about and not not eat the same food twice. <laughs> so I'm making my way through the menu here as, as I come here every week. And I, but again, I appreciate it's very good food. Appreciate the folks here yeah. for uh, for bringing that forward. Now, we were talking about the, the Main Street flooding. That's been as long as I've lived in Washington, which is 20 years. Maybe not as long as you've lived here, but as long as I've lived here, Main Street flooding has been a problem every yeah. time it rains pretty hard. It has. But if you go up to the end of Main Street now, under the overpass, and you look up, we have built a diversion or retention pond or oh, yeah. detention pond, whatever you want to call it. It's huge. You could jet ski on it. I'm serious. And where, where's where's and this right, going down exactly? It's up at um, right at the end of Main Street, under the right north of uh, just east of the Brio subdivision, okay. just north of the La Vanita, right up there. And they're they're excavating it right now. They're about they're I think they're ninety percent done. And then we built another detention pond or whatever you call it, retention pond. Retention pond, just east of that, um, towards the Perry Home subdivision. And it's it'll be done this week too. So we 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 anticipate that we can solve that. So that's, that's expensive. Those are expensive ponds because right. land is not cheap anymore around there. Right, right. There, so. they we are able to secure some federal funding later on. So we we expanded what we could expand. We had a generous donation from state institutional trust lands on the other one. It was their property and. Thank you to them for helping us uh, help mitigate some of that flooding that goes down Main Street. So um, you, you think the problem will be solved? Period. I think so. Okay. But you never know. Mother Nature could go. Well, or, I mean, just look at this year. Go, yeah, she could go pour her rain somewhere else in another part of the city gets flooded. So. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about. I noticed, I think they're putting curbing in now, right, uh, on Main Street? They, they're widening the street and putting curbing in, is that correct? They will, yes. Okay. And and is that part of the future 
you know what you're expecting in the future with Main Street, or is that part of the flood control, or, or what's the? I think it's a combination of all that, Andy. Oh, okay. I think that well, we're we're going to be doing that. I'm sure. See, several years ago, they went to the downtown residents and asked them, "Would you want curb gutter and sidewalk, or you want to stay not curb gutter and sidewalk?" Some of them voted for it. Some of them voted against it. So if you go downtown. Um, even like where I live, I don't have curb gutter and sidewalk, but across the street, my father does because he voted for it. And he wanted it, hmm. so he put it in. And now every subdivision from 19 or 2000 on requires curb gutter and sidewalk for storm detention. And so I, I'm not a, a seer, you know, the future, but I, I could I could see the city coming back and seeing if the residents downtown would want to back and have some curb gun sidewalk. Okay. Let's go back to the phone line. We have a caller on line one. You're with Mayor Kenny Nielsen and Andy Griffin on the Andy Griffin Show. How are you today? Great, gentlemen. I hope you're having a good morning here. Yeah, we are. Thank you. Mayor, uh, just a quick question. Uh, even though I'm not a resident of Washington City, uh, you know, I am interested in what's happening around town. And uh, the Great Brine Crossing, uh, now I... Uh, Sorry, Andy, I tuned in late, so you might have already talked about this. But it seems to be very ambitious what they have coming there. Um, seven spots for drive-through restaurants and 137 retail spaces and so on. Were they talking about a shopping mall in that area? And and uh, what what is actually, uh, uh, is it just available or are people actually looking seriously at some of those uh, pads and spaces you have there at Grapevine Crossing at Exit 13. What I do now is the potential developer has been burning the midnight oil with uh, meeting with several um, large retail organizations and outfits. See, the design, for in my mind, is a retail recreational like commercial type where you bring people in to enjoy a rope climb or a or a zip line or have an amphitheater where you have a concert and that's right. lots of people in and while they're there they shop kind of like um, I don't know if you've been up in Farmington it's called Farmington Station okay and they, they have one in Riverton now that they're doing the second phase on and it's it's more of a let's let's gather people here, and then while they're here, let's let's uh, entice them to, to do some shopping. Yeah, I do know he's looking for um, like a grocery store, like you know, let's get it out there. Everybody else wants one at Trader Joe's, you know, or something right. like that. And, I want a win. Know, I want a Winco, man. Winco. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know things like that. I. So, I mean, so as as far as what the city wants and what the interest is, uh, what's the difference? I mean, is there are, are there people that are inquiring and interested, or is just what the city puts out there, hey, listen, this is what we have, this is a great uh, opportunity? Know, this, this group is actively out there. Um, we did a survey right shortly after when I came in as mayor. What do you want, what would you like to see in Washington City? You know, we... We we had things such as an H and M. We had things such as a Trader Joe's, as a Winco, right. Sam's Club. We had um, P.F. Chang's Cheesecake Factory. You know those right. type of we we we've had those, and and I've personally talked to a couple of those, and they just roll their eyes and they go, "This is a beautiful place, but you don't have two million people here to 
for us to draw from. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, right. so, uh, but, so, I mean, it's in the works. You know, I mean, been in the building industry for about 30 years, and you just kind of, people come to you all the time about what they would like to do, but when it actually starts happening, then you, you know what I mean? I mean, if I start seeing, like I told Andy before, if I, if you see a footing poured and a wall going up, then, then you start right. going, wow, something's going on. So well, what, there's a lot of, you, what do you call it? When you go fishing, there's a lot of fish, fishing. There's a lot of lines on the water, but uh-huh, right. not a lot of people are biting. Well, what you said uh, was a very good point because I, I myself try to get a, a restaurant chain that is uh, California, Arizona, Nevada. And when I talked to them, they said, well, it's a franchise. We would need at least three stores in that area. And then, oh, plus, wow. you know, our our district manager would have to fly in. Uh, he's already leaving San Diego, flying to Vegas, and another flight, and so on. So they kind of, you know, you know, kind of said, "Well, we know the area is growing, but it just it wouldn't work for us." And I think a lot of times uh, that seems to be the problem, where they just, yeah. uh, um, you know, and especially now with the airport being shut down, as far as convenience flying yeah. in, that's a bummer right there too for a while. Yeah, it well, is. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. No, no, no. Thanks for the question. That's a great question, and I get it a lot and, and quite quite frequently. And I just I wish I had that magic wand and the and the crystal ball. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, uh, okay, Mayor. Thank you. Thank you for the call, by the thank way, you, sir. Mayor, thank you. when when I uh, back in the '90s, I owned a vending machine business, and I used to have to go to Las Vegas to. Buy the buy the stuff to fill my right. my vending machines, and uh, you know my I have good friends now that are vendors that don't have to do that. I got out of the business, but they you know they're in it now, and and they don't have to go to Las Vegas anymore. Yeah. So so things have things have come a long way. I think we, a lot. Yeah, I think we have another caller uh, on line two. Caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor Nielsen. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, uh, Mayor. I have uh, a question that relates to uh, growth and. Andy kind of touched on some of it, and you did too. But all right, so we're a boom town. We have been, but what what does that look like? The the boom that is taking place is actually in housing, in restaurants, in uh, banks. Uh, you know, we don't have anything booming when it comes to actually providing jobs that people can live here. If you're working, even at Winco or all these other Trader Joe's, any of these things you named, if you work there, you're not going to make enough money to buy a house in Washington City. And I realize you say, well, you know, we kind of hands off. It's uh, the growth is going to come, and that's true. And just just to, can we finally put put an end to this nonsense that you're either for growth or you want zero growth? I haven't met anybody who says we want to stop the growth in this area. A lot of people that share my view is I'm fine with growth. I just think that it needs to be smart growth. We can't just grow a community here for retirees and expect our children to be able to stay here and live and grow just like the, the Nielsen family has been here forever. Uh, you know what? The families that are here now, we'd like our kids to be able to stay here too. But they can't make a living here to even buy, even renting a place anymore has become prohibitive for most of our children. And so when you guys are sitting down making these, you know, planning and so forth, and every contractor that comes in that wants to to build something, uh, that's green-lighted. Where are the jobs coming from? Where are our children going to work? Because you can't make 12 bucks an hour and have your wife making 12 bucks an hour and expect to live here and prosper. 
Well, let me let me jump in and and just say this. I, I've said it before Andy, on the show. Andy, no, it, dis- no, no disrespect, Andy, but actually, I'd like to hear the mayor answer that. All right. If I could wave a magic wand and have great employers come in with starting people out at forty, fifty thousand, I, I'd do it. I, I don't have that answer. I have two children. They're they're in that boat, sir. And they are, one One is looking for a home. He's trying to qualify. Uh, he can qualify for X amount, and it's not quite there, so he's probably going to need some help from maybe mom and dad. My daughter just uh, moved out, and, you know, she's paying $1,500 a month for rent. And I'm, I'm like, are you kidding me, you know, but she's making it, and but it's tough. And so I, I don't know. I I really don't have that answer, and I, I can't say that. Um, oh, back to your back to your question on uh, on the growth. I, I don't know how you. The only way you could do it is put a moratorium on building permits, I guess, uh, each city. But I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of that. Well, so, I don't so in other words, question because I don't have the answer to that question. Well, no, and, and every Thursday when when Andy has another mayor on, I ask similar questions. And here's my problem: the people that we've elected to be in these positions to make decisions, everybody has the same answer. They don't have an answer, and yet it's Katie bar the door, you know, full speed ahead. Let's continue to bring all of these. Uh, these builders in and build this. We're going to have 500,000 people here. The problem is none of them are going to be our children or our grandchildren. They're going to be wealthy people who have come from other states that come here because they want to live with And that's great, wonderful, come on. But where are our children and grandchildren going to live? Guess what? They're going to have to leave because there aren't any jobs here. And it's not okay in my mind for everybody to just keep saying, well, you know, that's a problem. Next question. We need to answer this. And if the answer is a moratorium on building for a while, then maybe we should do that because there aren't any jobs for our children. What are we going to do about that? Let me jump in, and if I can, since it's my show, let me talk for a second here. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. That's the way life is. I had to leave my hometown and go out and go to college and start my career elsewhere. And then when I made enough money, I was able to buy my first home, a starter home, not in the community I wanted to be. But eventually, I got enough equity. I built up after 10 years. I was able to come back to the place I wanted to be and buy a home. And, yeah, the homes were, were more than I wanted to spend, but I was able to get in. And now I'm you know, now I'm on my third or fourth home, and I have equity. To me, you're complaining about a fact of life, and, 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 and I know you want your kids to stay close, and I want my kids to stay close, but you know what? I have three grown children. They all had to move away at least for a little while to, to so to speak, find their fortune and make it so they could come back. My, my number two son is in town here. He owns a home in town, and he did it by working hard and, and qualifying for a loan. My number one son is, has a, a master's degree, and he's making his money. He could move home if he wanted to because now he can afford it. And my number three son is still in college. But, but the honest truth is that's the way life is. If, if you expect your kid who just got out of high school or just got out of college to be able to afford a home, I don't think that's realistic, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them working hard and saving up so they can get a home in 10 years or so. 
I, you know what, Andy, you've actually just, and I'm, I'm glad that you, you've said what you've said because that is the truth. I just want all of the mayors and the county commissioners and everybody else who comes onto your radio program, including uh, uh, from the Water District, Ron Thompson, all of these people tell us that the reason we're doing all of this so our kids can stay here. I just want them to be honest. You're absolutely right, Andy. That's the truth. So we're not growing this town so our families can stay here. We're growing this town so outsiders can come here and live here and enjoy the place that, that we've all chosen as well. But the truth is our kids and grandchildren can't stay here because we don't have an economy that supports it. But they can so come I back. Want, what, not, what do you mean they can come back? What are they going to come back to? There aren't any jobs. Go out. So, for example, you just said you're, that you're, you have a son that uh, has a master's degree. Is he able to apply that degree here in town? Absolutely, yes. Do, doing what? He is a school psychologist. <laughs> okay, so we, uh, no offense, but we're talking really government jobs. Yeah, if you have a government job, certainly you can come here because that's all we have. The only jobs that pay anything are government and city jobs. Every other private uh, corporation or private industry is going to be minimal wage, and you cannot, you cannot live here working for one of these new companies that are coming here because you can't afford it. So I'm just right. looking Listen. for the truth. Let, let, let's just be honest and stop saying that we're doing all of this for our families, because we're not. We're doing this for the rich people that are going to move here and are going to continue to grow the town. Okay, thank you for the call. I've got to get a commercial break in, and then we've got to go to news. I do want to thank Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney's a local mortgage expert serving Southern Utah for more than 25 years. Mortgage expert with home loans and refinances. How do you get a hold of Joe? You go to uh, joe.shoney at nefinc.com. That's joe.shoney, S-C-H-O-N-E-Y, at nefinc.com. Or give him a call today, 586-0063. Mayor, we've used it all up. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank Always great much. to talk to you, and we'll get you some good breakfast here. Uh, still got a couple of shirts. If somebody wants to come by here in the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be here at Hash House of Go-Go. Thanks for listening today. Uh, news, uh, commercial news right after this. Thanks.